Yo, what's going on, Sam? Hey, Nathan. What's up? Hanging, hanging around the train. Doing my thing. That's cool. That's cool. I just got back from San Diego. Oh, did you? So did I. Oh. You you were in San Diego? Yeah. Wait, were you? when were you there? I was there uh, the past few days. I want to say Sunday through Wednesday. Oh, my gosh. That's actually the same days that I was there. Did, were, were you, there were you the that s- guy that was in my hotel room? Um, were you that guy on the other bed in my hotel room? Oh, that was you? <laughs> oh, yeah. bad jokes. Hashtag eclipse. Um, uh, yeah. By the way, um, what did you think about the eclipse? I thought it was cool. You know, we got what? 25% coverage, 50%? I, it was like, yeah, it was like probably 33% coverage. <laughs> yeah, the there. Not quite half, not quite a quarter. It was, uh, it was cool. And uh, was I don't really know. Cool. I was happy with the pictures we got. And then the light getting a little more rosy and dark was neat. That was pretty it was just, cool. It was just cool to see everybody out. I mean, we happened to go to what would, of course, have been the most busy area in San Diego, like yeah. the Science Museum area. Of course, they're going to have tons of kids there. And that was kind of cool to just see everybody like looking up with their glasses and everything. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, just fun. having everybody kind of doing the same thing all over the country, I think, was kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely an element to it. Just everyone's kind of aligned in this adventure. Yeah. Um, except for the flat earthers, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think they've got their own bizarre interpretation of what that was. Um, I think it was a giant rock that blocked the sun, but I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Um, yeah, but I, I thought <laughs> it, was, it was fun trying to, uh, trying to photograph it in like the weird way that we ended up photographing it. Um, it would have been cool to have a UV filter. And it also would have been really cool to have glasses to see it. Yes, we probably <laughs> should have. Well, I don't think you and I, you or I really realized the date that it was actually occurring no. and where we would be and no. anything, really. <laughs> we were pretty unprepared. <laughs> yeah, um, but it was still really cool. I just kind of seeing, I, I loved seeing everybody's photos. Um, and I just loved, I don't know, that it was just one thing that everybody was doing at the same time. Agreed. So, uh, okay, uh, we might as well jump in because yeah. I'm already getting distracted by looking at the Nikon D850 product page. Yeah, so it just got announced and went up for pre-order this week. Um, so, did you pre-order one? No, I haven't pre-ordered one no. yet, but I'm going to. You roll D5, D850? Yeah, I'm going to get rid yeah. of the uh, my dual 750s and roll D5, yeah, 850. That's fair. It seems like the right move. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going to do, and uh, I'm pretty darn excited. Uh, there's focus peaking. There's apparently selectable highlight detection, yep. so like you can do zebra stripes. There's focus stacking. We can get into some of this stuff. Touch yeah. monitor. So thank God, let, finally. Let's hopefully it's good. Let's. I was just going to say let's let's just roll through this list here. We're on F stoppers. They got a, a nice little handy little feature list. Right, um, you're on F stoppers. I'm on the Nikon actual product page. Oh, okay. Just for, well, to clarify. Whatever. Either way, we're we're looking at the same features. Uh, price point already. Uh, I like it. Thirty three hundred bucks. Um, now less than three thirty three hundred bucks. Speaking of, of price bad. and purchasing, uh, I I placed two pre orders. I'm only planning on one camera, right. but I, I, I did one early with B and H, and then this is the first camera I'm trying to also buy through the Nikon 
online store. They just have direct from Nikon online purchasing now. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I'm thinking maybe a lot of people don't know or haven't thought about using that. So maybe I would imagine Nikon would prioritize their own online orders yeah. uh, at least as much as anybody, you know, any third party like Amazon or B&H. So, uh, and then if you're an MPS member, you can enter your info really easily oh, for, nice. their, for their own sense. online store to get priority shipping. So I purchased one through there and then one through B&H and I'm just going to return whatever one comes last. Cool. Uh, so just a side note, if you've never thought about it, Nikon does have straight up their own direct store, which they should have, they should have had that doing for a long time. time. Yeah. That's a huge amount of money. That's gotta be hundreds of dollars. Every camera that they're recouping. Yeah. And yeah. So I'm all for that. Um, and, uh, so let's, let's get into some features, uh, 45.7 megapixels. I mean, that's just massive. Yep. That 25, is massive. Uh, what was the see. D810? <laughs> D810, probably 35, 38, 39. Yeah, so this is a good good bump. Yeah, it's huge. Um, what, I, I, what I like is that if you're shooting on a lower res raw, that gives you lower medium. a higher res medium raw, which is just about, I want to say it's 20-something. I didn't need to find it. I don't. 20, 20 megapixels for the medium raw. Oh. I don't see an actual oh 25.6 megapixels so that's great so that's basically that's perfect yeah that, that's basically i think the uh, 750 is 24 yeah i think so the d5 know. is 20 so okay so that's perfect that's really perfect small is 11.4 megapixels which actually is bit is better than the nine in the i think the previous yeah. previous yeah. 800 series of course, um, it's full frame, uh, UK, UHD, video recording. That's whatever for us. Seven frames per second, native. And then if you add the grip, you get nine. So I shoot at cool. six now. I mean, it's nice to, sometimes I, I burst uh, faster with the D5, but usually I leave it limited to six. So yeah. that's more than enough for me. Yep. And the, again, what I'm used to with the 750 is, I think, seven. So um, yeah. So that's fine. Great, great, great there. I like the 850 because... It seems like it's kind of the it, it is literally a middle ground between the 750 and like the D5 or um, you know the the flagship series. It seems like it's literally dead in the middle, yeah. which kind of makes the 750 like I don't need that anymore. Um, but okay, continuing on, we've got great video stuff. If you're into video, 8K in camera time lapse is kind of cool. They're going to have the low, they're claiming the lowest base ISO of any DSLR, so it's expandable down to ISO 32. Oh, really? I thought yeah. it was 64. Oh, expandable 32. You're right. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm definitely interested in that. Yeah. Are the D Now, I, I really don't have much um, experience with the 800 series. Do those go to 1 8,000th of a second, or they stop? at one oh no they go they, they went to one eight thousand okay yeah. cool so so you know i i think it's cool to be able to go darker if you need but having one eight thousandth yeah, shooting at 1.4 you're pretty much fine at iso 100 yeah so but i am yeah. i it, they're making this a very versatile camera i think well we can kind of get into this but you can use it you know beyond wedding photography for studio stuff as well um, yeah, that's the other thing. The 800 series up until this one always did seem more like, okay, this is for controlled portraits or just studio right. there. A lot of the stuff they're showing on the site is like featuring sports pictures and yeah. high movement and like it's, yeah, the 
hopefully, you know, it's got the D five hundred and fifty three point autofocus system with a slightly wider yes. spread, apparently, which is the frame. awesome because, and again, I've only just experienced the D five autofocus system in the last month, but it is awesome. It's completely superior to everything else that I've used, um, with Nikon before, um, super freaking razor sharp. Um, and very focused down to negative four UV four four stops in, uh, in that's, just, that's just, just the center cross yeah. point though. Everything else is minus three, which is still great. Yeah. I assume that's still better than whatever it was previous. Not actually sure. Um, confirm your manual focus with focus speaking, select high, medium, or low sensitivity, red, yellow, blue, or white. That's nice. That's just long overdue. Right there. Exactly. That's something that as a person that shoots in, you know, as photographers that shoot in live view a lot, I really have been desperate for some focus peaking. Um, and I'm really excited to see if this is works, which I yeah. assume it will. Um, so they actually say explicitly on the page inspired by photographer feedback. So that's, that's God. great. I just, I really want to know if they did any cool double exposure stuff. Cause that was rumored to have a reworked it, more Canon style double exposure. From what I can tell, it does not look like we're getting that. Um, I agree. Yeah. We are getting what is, what is improved live view split screen display? What does that mean? I don't know what that is. I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, you can do like a literal down the middle view in live view, and one can be zoomed in on half the frame, oh. and the other can be zoomed out. Something like that, if I recall. Interesting. Yeah. So you can be like shooting, but the, it's weird because it's hard to know where you're at compositionally. It's mm -hmm. not like a picture in picture. It's a straight down the middle split. For oh, gotcha. So you're looking at half the image. Yeah, of. something like that. I can't quite remember. Okay. It wasn't useful for me, so I never used it. But I do re vaguely remember that being a feature. Um, they, of course, I actually think the uh, Nikon touchscreen implementation yeah. is, is one of the best of any. It's so uh, smooth. Yeah, it's really smooth. It makes intuitive sense. Like the Canon one is does not make sense to me. Uh, the Sony one is even worse. So the, I'm excited, of course, that they have it, but even more excited that it's on a tilting display. Um, that is... That is coming at a great, fantastic time as I start to realize I'm getting older and more sore more easily <laughs> in, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, the back and, and just being physically into like getting extreme angles. Those tilt screens are priceless. They're so, so great. And I definitely am missing it with the D D5. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a challenge. Yeah. That's um, amazing. So improved silent shooting mode uses mirror up live view to shoot up to six frames silently six frames per second silently with electronic shutter, uh, 30 frames per second at eight megapixels. And we had a discussion about this the other day, but, um, to me, that sounds like raw. They, yeah. I, I mean, right now you can do that, but it is straight up JPEG and I have no idea. Nobody is even people, um, that have had early access to the camera. I haven't seen anybody say anything about whether or not it's raw or jpeg so i feel like they would be saying raw if it was so it makes me a little nervous right but um, six frames per second i mean that's true full, it's pretty slow full res i, I mean it I does know. seem slow because right now i think you can get like 20 mm. or something crazy with the jpeg silent shooting on d5 so yeah six is pretty slow and seems like that should indicate they're pulling in more data i I can only dream. I'm hoping. We'll see. Actually, does, does the A10 have the QXD slot? Or is it? Uh, XQD? No. Only? But the D4s sorry, and 5s do. The D4s and 5s. I don't think the A10s do it all. I wonder if, I wonder if the, um, 
they'll do something weird like six frames per second silent raw shooting will be limited to if you have an uh xqd card in there i don't know yeah i don't know so i'm sorry i'm looking through somebody's um like pre pre-shot hands-on and uh still they just go right into the focus peaking and they just say now you have silent shooting nobody nobody is saying if it's raw so that's that's got me nervous i'm holding out hope but yes because that's doesn't one say. of the main reasons like i love the a9 is that you know those sensitive moments boom complete silence good to go yeah uh, but i will say with the other 800 series cameras i do love the sound of the shutter yeah the actual mechanical cool. shutter yeah it's like pillowy or something and it, it's very quiet just on its own so mm-hmm. you know if it is jpeg only maybe the silent shooting won't be as needed anyway so right I'm not too worried and another thing that as again as a d750 photographer and i'm sure plenty of other people listening are as well the you know the quiet mode on d750 is basically exactly as loud as the as the non-silent shooting. yeah so i'm excited to have a secondary camera that um will actually be quiet um i do love the mode where if you keep the shutter down it doesn't do the pullback like you can you can space out the the two sounds that the shutter makes opening and closing yeah it's fine but it's still it's just a cool feel too it's just it feels very analog but it's still loud i totally agree (laughs) um yeah so battery life is as expected awesome um i would assume yeah they're just killing it on battery it says 1840 shots on a single battery that sounds low but um yeah i don't know i'm gonna see what they say for the d5 yeah because dude yeah that's the other thing the d5 is just incredible i like don't even i don't even crank past a half um for like a full full wedding full eight hours of shooting um which is great um sd and xqd card slots i'm not wild about that but i don't it's not not that huge of a deal um yeah i mean you should buy new memory cards anyway every now and then but the xqds are freaking expensive and you have to have a new reader i thankfully have two because i used to use xqd in my d4 days i can't find anything about battery life on the d5 page (laughs) how stupid is this that is really funny um okay let's get into in-camera focus stacked image capture up to 300 images with up to 10 focusing steps. Now, Sam, you were sent, you were mentioning to me earlier um, the other day that it's that sounds similar to the Canon system. Yeah, but I, I don't think it is the more I read about it. I think it's actually um, meant for uh, like product photography or just extreme depth of field. Okay. Like with everything perfectly pin sharp and focused without necessarily having to shoot, you know, an F eight or f16 or something like that it's like i think for more like product photography where you just need every jewel in pin sharp focus interesting i think it's it's more that than it is like nudging but i could be wrong i mean it's they're calling it focus shift mode interesting so so that makes me also think maybe i'm completely wrong about that like focus stacking and focus shifting seems a little different to me so it does and it says um again this is on f-stoppers but third-party software is still required for putting files together um, so that sounds like you'll need some other program to actually I, stack the. Yeah, I could only imagine that's definitely Nikon's stupid capture NX yeah. thing. Um, so from a workflow workflow perspective, that's a nightmare. Yeah. It's also from a capture perspective, like when are you ever going to remember? Like, oh, I should probably switch over to focus shift mode in case I miss focus on her eye for this shot. Like, you're always going to want that, or you're always going to not want to have to think about it. So right. I, I'm sure it won't be very useful for no. for portrait stuff unless you're doing product photography yeah. or something. Well, we'll have to see. Um, 
but uh, it does seem kind of a little bit sketchy. Um, it's cool to see, see like else, a new feature, here? you know. So it's cool to see what? actual new features, actual new things, even if it's not something yeah. we're going to use. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's lighter than the 810. Uh, it's got a carbon fiber and magnesium alloy body, which sounds sounds nice 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 on the uh, nice on the old neck there. Oh yeah. So battery grip, the wireless transmitter looks hilariously huge. It looks basically the size of a battery grip, and it's got a bunch of cables. <laughs> um, this is one thing. Did you read or look into the negative digitizer? No, but I, it. Well, I mean, yeah, I've read. I've read what it says, which is that basically you can. There's some kind of film digitizing adapter that you can throw on there and scan um, it, a film. Yeah, um, that's basically it. I, <laughs> that's I awesome. think that's incredible. Um, Yep. Just, I guess, what do you do? Just hold it up to a bright light and snap the shutter, and there you go. I, I mean, guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's. I would imagine you have to hold it up to a certain color temperature and a certain evenness of light. Or maybe, uh, but maybe that um, film digitizing adapter and compatible lens. I wonder if it has some kind of light on it. Um, okay, but, now I'm confused. To jump back a bit to Wi-Fi here. I've got a a line here. It says built-in wireless connectivity. Yes. Transfer images to a compatible smartphone or tablet instantly using SnapBridge app and D50's constant Bluetooth low energy connection. Huh. So that's cool. But then right next to it, there's a Wi-Fi certified built-in icon. But then if you scroll up, it's saying wireless transmitter. You've got a deadline. Transfer seat can make all the difference. Transfer images, blah, 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 using the optional WT-7 wireless transmitter. Maybe it's a better transmitter or something. Uh, it must be, yeah. I don't know because the... Wireless transfer from the D750 works surprisingly well. And if if anybody's tried it, but it's awesome. I used it when I was in Italy, um, and I like I think I forgot my yeah. computer charger or something hilarious like that. That of course I would do. Um, and um, yeah, I literally transferred from my D750 images straight to my phone, edited them in Lightroom, and published them on Instagram straight from there. And the transfer from the 750 was damn near instantaneous. Yeah, no, I, I would be surprised if there's not a built-in Wi-Fi thing. Um, that being said, I would be totally fine with Bluetooth as well. I'm not looking for huge, you know, distances and stuff that I personally right. that I would need. But um, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's all good stuff. It doesn't have GPS. I don't know if anybody cares about that. I don't. Yeah, I don't but, care. Yeah, it's uh, kind of neat. I wonder but, if international shooters or you know National Geographic types might might care about having travel. GPS data. Yeah. Um, probably, probably, but, uh, you know, for us and most photographers, that just means less battery life. Um, yeah, just more problematic. Uh, uh, well, I mean, that's really the only problem I can imagine. And then I don't know any camera that I've ever had GPS on. Uh, I, I have never gone back and looked and been like, Oh, look at that spot I was at last time. Yeah. I mean, that might, might be cool in like years from now, but I can't see it being a huge, uh, okay. Huge do something that I totally missed, um, was, a bullet point that says back illuminated buttons. Great. Yeah. Joystick selector. Um, apparently it has a joystick on it. Oh, let's get a better look at the back here. What is this? Load. Uh, oh, oh, it's, I know what that is. It's just the thing above the, so if you look at the D750, it's uh, that thing on yeah. the, um, on the it's D5. A little, like, nub kind of like the the little uh, nub that used to be a mouse on laptops yes. in, the, in the keyboard <laughs> exactly. it looks like that yeah <laughs> okay never mind okay i was like what is that I'm surprised they don't have more detailed product shots actually they don't have like a nice 360 swivel or anything mm -hmm. on the main page 
they have a hands-on panel discussion that seems about as boring as you could imagine. Yeah, and that's not that's not going to be up for another few days. Okay, cool. You know, um, I'm just I'm just now realizing that um, it would be nice to have a Canon 5D Mark IV photographer on the show right now to um, tell me to tell us you know what they think of this this camera. Um, I'd be interested. Everyone to hear. keeps leap. I mean, it's this. It's the classic story. It's it's the leap. For, everyone's freaking out and saying, "Yep, oh, Nikon's got a Canon killer." Blah blah blah. Yeah, they the do case. this to each other constantly. Like I don't understand don't do why it to that's yourself. news. If you're a Canon it, photographer, just stick with what you know. Yeah, but I will say this is a bit problematic for people that switch and are switching to Sony because this seems like a pretty capable camera i guarantee it'll yeah. perform better than the sony a9 for me uh just ergonomically and focus reliability and low light autofocus all this stuff and plus, probably battery life as well yeah plus um you know those those sony uh a series videographers out there i mean this is a nice camera for a video yeah, um, yeah there's a whole is. set of video features um that i so, don't really know of basically i uh, can't really yeah. comment on other than it seems pretty capable 4k 24, I'm looking at a close-up, and there is a Wi-Fi badge on the camera body itself. So I have to believe there's, there is built-in yeah. regular Wi-Fi connectivity. And so I think we can pretty much guarantee that. So I'm looking on their product, their store page, and yeah, I mean, it looks like all the buttons are pretty much the same. Maybe, oh, looks like they they got rid of the quality button. That's not an option, so you oh, don't have to worry about that. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not that's you, no. Awesome. There is a function two button just below in the, in the far yep. bottom left corner that I would assume is easily customizable. Who knows what it'll, what uh, it will offer. Yeah, I wish I they like had a that. breakdown of like this, the, the software features, like the internal, um, thank menus God, you know, stuff. it is time. Maybe the qual, is there a quality button on the top left? I bet there is. Let me see. Of this camera. Yep. Oh, there is. Like the, it's right there okay. at the top. Still, that's, that's fine. Just getting it out yeah. of my nose area and my like left <laughs> yeah. thumb area is, is great. Or anywhere you would push it and not realize it, basically. And that. it's got a green little dot, so okay. Yeah. Maybe, ooh, that maybe is, you can change that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, the green dot aligns with the other one with green dot on the other side. I think it's like a quick format or maybe it's the autofocus oh, I, I hope that it like i would i'd love to see if we could get a a breakdown of the menu options like i wonder if it's, i would assume but i wonder it's not confirmed here anywhere if it has the d5 autofocus style um uh alignment focus alignment or whatever oh right it. yeah so you can it's a very easy to um to set your your lens your particular lens focus point yeah or focus shift i guess oh wait here it is live view af fine-tune so that is, in fact, a thing. Oh, great. Perfect. Battery grip looks great. Da, da, da. Yeah, this, seems, this really seems like it is uh, aimed and priced correctly and right, right above that 750. It's clearly above that 750 range where it's really not quite everything that you need, um, but it's cheap enough that it really works well in terms of the D750. This one is like, Here's your second camera, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, this is, and, and, you know, safe to assume the build quality is straight up pro. Yeah. I, I'm sure they're using higher quality shutters, so they won't have the failure rate. Oh, the and, D750, and, man. Yeah. Was that, yeah, I had, have you had a, a 750 uh, shutter die on you? 
Nope. I've just had random lockups and stuff that I probably should have sent the camera in for, but uh, I've, I've never had any, any problem with them actually completely ceasing to work or exploding in the, uh, uh, in the camera body like you've had. Yeah. 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 Well, fortunately. Yeah. So, well, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I really, really liking what I'm seeing here. Um, 850 looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, time will tell. I don't know. Do you see a ship date anywhere there? It's all just pre-order stuff that I'm, that I'm seeing. Uh, let's see. Release in September. Okay. So that's pretty soon. So they're making them yep. right now, I guess. Yep. All right. So we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, yeah. I want to talk about another camera I just got, just got today. Yes. Um, uh, tell me what this wonder camera is that you got. It is a 3d scanning mostly meant for like real realty to like capture homes, but it uh, just sits on top of a tripod, uh, just mounts with a regular tripod head, like you would your regular camera. And then it pairs, uh, wirelessly with an iPad. You don't need an internet, internet connection or anything like that. You just need the iPad there to control the software. You just put the thing in a corner of the room, you hit go and it spins itself around with a motor and it's got like one, three, four, six, nine or 10 cameras, something like that, that, uh, as it's sweeping around and as it stops, it takes images and depth information and all this stuff. So it takes about 20, 25 seconds for one swivel around and then you move it to another spot and then it automatically uploads to a, uh, a big server and is processed and then gives you a 3d interactive can be VR if you have VR goggles, but can also just be interacted on any other device uh, and embedded on websites and everything. Um, uh, basically uh, a huge 3d printout of the room. Um, and, uh, awesome. and it's, it's pretty next level. Yeah. It's, um, it's cool. I've only done one scan and it came back exactly as I was expecting, uh, with, with no tedious correction or alignment issues or anything. So, yeah. And so, yeah. and so I just, just took a, a gander at your little test photo that you just sent me. Um, looks awesome. The, the level of detail is shocking it's like you're there yeah and that is a incredibly uh i basically shot in a room that has a wall wall and a half of windows and uh in the processing i didn't have to do any like exposure settings or anything you just hit go and they they balance out all the exposure it's a little hdre but not yeah not nearly as offensive as uh classic you know the the classic realtor like from five oh, years yeah. ago <laughs> yeah. with the horrible haloing i don't see any haloing actually so it's it's it just awesome. seems like it's very even. I'm going to do a full write-up about it on my Patreon eventually, but my hope and plan is to use this thing for a portrait. And as I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, wait a second. What if you could request, you know, explain up front, like if I can just have five, maybe 10 at the most solid minutes, if you're like already introducing like the couple, like the bride and groom or something like that into a reception space yep. to like see it all, what if we could just clear the room? like legit clear it, not like a oh, one or two people, but like clear the room, have the bride and groom stand in there and just do one around just the, the reception space for five minutes. Yep. That would be awesome. It would be so tight. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be like a super creative thing. Just like them in the space, totally perfect and set up. Uh, I think people would be into that. It would and be, that's, I think what I'm going to try for first. It would be really interesting to, as a, as a groom or a bride to actually go into the space that your wedding was in and just look around um yeah after the fact i just think it would be i just think that that's not necessarily a mandatory thing not something that is even going to be all that crazy um but just something really neat um, it's and it's so different than a 
360 degree photo yeah because you can actually click and move around and see things from from different angles and sides and as you click around it has this cool little sweeping 3d feel and motion to it It, it's way more immersive than like a 360 photo yeah or even a series of 360 photos i'm really impressed so 134.2 megapixels equa rectangular that's that's the specs yeah okay yeah so and you can do 360 snapshots like your standard one but every every uh output that it makes it gives you the embeddable uh like 360 or 3d showcase where you can just click around and get a full immersion Mm -hmm. or it has a a little automated automatically created intro uh videos so you can do short or long and you can do gifs so you can embed these on things like instagram and stuff where you don't have like the ability to tap through this will just play in like a loop the entire thing from different angles which is also pretty awesome oh that's interesting um yeah i'll send it to you if you want to take a look sure but yeah i just i just think that more than anything it just sounds interesting Um, yeah i'm excited to see where the potential is i mean it could also just be super gimmicky but uh i think it's a lot it's got a lot more potential than what i've seen in any other format of like 360 or vr capture and stuff like that this seems really well done and um Um, so what's it called um, I don't want to say yet. We can, we can hold that. We can hold that till I have more samples. Okay. Yeah. We don't, we don't have to, uh, we don't have to dive in just yet, All right. but I'm sure people can figure it out if they search hard mm-hmm. enough <laughs> and it ain't cheap. I'll tell you that much either. It's, it's very expensive. So, and, and it yeah. requires a monthly subscription. Okay. That's a hundred bucks a month. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. Well, you better use it. You're basically paying a dollar and that comes with a hundred uh, renders. So you're basically paying a dollar per like, uh, space per space yeah. per and scan. a space can be a house or it could be a room. Yeah. It's per like whatever collection of captures that you, that you, you make. Exporting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, you will definitely see something from me eventually from a wedding. And then, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to see where it falls short and where it, uh, you know, surprises me. And I, I hope, hope it works. We'll see what happens. The other oh, thing is totally battery powered. So it's, it's pretty lightweight. It just sits on the tripod. So cool. it's not like you have to plug anything in or need anything other than your iPad. The other thing I was worried about is it's, as it spins around, you're supposed to be out of the room, like step out. So you don't get yourself in it. But I just stood behind it and like moved as it moved because <laughs> it doesn't, it only has cameras in the front gotcha. of it. And so, uh, and that worked great. So that's kind of nice to not have to like leave the room every shot. That would just be annoying. Yeah. But Okay. Sorry, back from that. Um, okay, so in our in our brief little break uh, that I'll inevitably edit out, it got me thinking. All right, so just just to wrap up on the D850 here, yeah. anything that they didn't do other than the double exposure thing, which we're not sure about, right. that you're like, man, I wish they could figure that out. For me, it's it's a dual optical and electric viewfinder. Yes. I don't know if that'll ever come to... Yeah, and I don't know, the, the Fuji has that the fuji x series yep um and i remember when vineet showed me that uh for the first time and i just thought that it was incredible um yep i would love to see that's a great point i would love to see that in an icon camera oh one other thing though apparently uh the 850 i believe has a larger viewfinder um oh like the magnification the magnification yeah i don't know if it, it says enlarged uh, hmm. I don't quite understand exactly what that means. Um, I kind of hope it's just a bigger viewfinder, but I don't know if that's really what it is. Um, guess we'll find out. Um, it seems like every camera always has something about it. A 
that are magnified or larger viewfinder. And in the end, it's pretty subtle and probably not going to be like yeah, a night and day difference. It looks, I mean, just looking at the photo, it looks completely the same. Um, I just love looking through those contacts and, um, um, you know, this, the larger medium format cameras that have this yeah. massive viewfinder. I mean, yeah. co- like, it looks so good. Um, and it really blocking out all the light when you're looking through the viewfinder. I just find that to be really nice. That would be, I'll, I'll tell you right now, that would be awesome. That would be one thing that I, that I've always wanted in a Nikon camera, um, is just a bigger, darker viewfinder area. That'd be cool. I think that's what you're going to get. I mean, this Hopefully. is the DA50 has Nikon's highest magnification optical viewfinder ever, 0.75 times. So see the effects of Nikkor lenses in real time, bokeh, fisheye, perspective control, and more. Hmm. But I'm guessing it's not going to give you a like 1.4 bokeh render. That'd be incredible. Uh, would be unlikely. cool, but I don't know. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Um, uh, another thing that, and we've kind of touched on this, but I would love the Canon dual um, exposure uh, like double or triple exposure, um, like live in, yep. in the live view, which I don't think we're going to get. Time um, will tell. Give it a month. We'll know. Yep. Um, well, cool. Well, that's uh, probably a good place to, to wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, anything, anything going on this weekend? Uh, this weekend, um, just got family and friends coming into Richmond to hang out. Um, and honestly, just kind of taking it easy this weekend. I think next weekend's my, is a first wedding in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, same. So, be excited about that. Um, yeah. Otherwise I'm just kind of editing, getting, getting some blog posts done. So, uh, yeah, I've got, I think I've got two weddings and one engagement and a, uh, vacation to, um, cool blog. So that's, that's in my future. What about you? I like it. Um, I'm going to Milwaukee for a workshop. I'll be there Monday through Wednesday teaching that and then uh yeah just back home i've been doing a lot of food photography so i gotta power through some editing on those nice. and, uh, that's actually pretty easy to edit it's kind of fun too yeah different perspective quite, so yeah yeah exactly uh, so that's it just uh, editing and i also have the weekend off from a wedding i don't have one so nice. and then it's yeah it's full throttle until the end of the year but cool all right man we'll I'll talk to you next week all right later on